Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, we're on the monorail. I'm so glad you got up early with me. We're going to rope drop it. Let's do it. Mission Can't wait. Breakout. I don't know if Joe's going to like that drop or not. Guys, listen, I've been on the drop over at Rise of the Resistance. No problem. I can do it. <laughs> it's the Rise of the Resistance? How about Pirates of the Caribbean? That's like a slide. That's not a drop. Welcome to episode 135 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. So I'm really looking forward to talking about this attraction. Uh, one of the reasons why is because we are going to be getting a Guardians ride attraction here at Epcot yeah. in Florida, right? So I'm kind of, you know, looking forward to kind of talking about this ride because I'm sure, I mean, obviously we have the same characters you know, in this ride as the ride that we're talking about today, the Mission Breakout ride. We haven't been on this ride, right, Alex, Chris, and I, but Jen, you have been in this ride multiple times, right? I have. And th th like, you don't just go on this ride, like you go to the park and you ride this ride like multiple times, correct? As many as we can, yes. How many times would you say you've ridden this ride in, in a, a day? Um, On the old Max Pass system, I believe we rode it five or six times in a day. Wow. Wow. That would be so expensive yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like $1,000, you know, per person <laughs> to go ahead and ride it that many times. And you get like a different ride every time. Is that right? Yeah. There's several different um, scenes that play yeah. out. And it's kind of like Tower of Terror in a way where it's kind of like even Tower of Terror that you go to different drops. Right. It's not it's you're not you're not supposed to get the same experience every time. Isn't it supposed to like different every time on Tower of Terror? So it's yes. almost a very similar. It's a similar type of ride. Yes. Almost like it was the same ride. Yeah. Almost like they took the ride and changed it. <laughs> First off, you know, which one do you prefer, Jen? Do you prefer the Tower of Terror or do you prefer the Guardians? I might I might piss Chris off with my answer. <laughs> I like Guardians. Just because it makes you laugh I feel like, so uh, hard. I, I'm not a very huge fan of drops, right? So I haven't been on Tower Terror either. Uh, but if I had to pick, I think I would rather go on Mission Breakout. Yeah. I've watched videos on Garden Galaxy, and I think Twilight, not Twilight, but I think Tower Terror could definitely use a remodeling even here. So I think I would love to go on Garden Galaxy. I disagree. I think Tower of Terror is one of those rides that it's, I, I can't really name a more magical ride than Tower of Terror. You're in an elevator and then the elevator moves through a hallway. Like it's like, yeah, it's not supposed to happen, but they still engineered it to happen. And then the the scene with all the stars and everything, it looks like you're in, in outer space. That's the one thing I think that mission. I listen, I, I watched the video for Mission Breakout. It looks amazing. But I think that's the one thing that uh, that they missed the mark on is the length of the ride. And then kind of like the I don't know. I mean, it does transport you pretty good. It looks like you're there. But I don't know. Tower of Terror just makes you feel like you're doing the impossible. And I feel like that's what Disney is like gets gets done, uh, gets the best at. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really interesting because last week we did. Hold on. How about we, what, what do we do? Last week we did Jingle Cruise, right? And we all gave it really high ratings. So one of the guys that we were uh, that was in watching the show live, he was saying that he was really surprised on the ratings that we gave. Jingle Cruise and Jungle Cruise, right? And how much we really like that ride. Because he's he he thinks that ride is old, like old news. 
But for me personally, it's just weird to kind of see the differences in how people think of attractions. Like Chris, you like Twilight, the Twilight Zone Tower Terror because it's, you know, it's, I think it's like a staple in the parks. Yeah. This is like yeah. a newer ride. And even though you like Guardians, you want, you're in with the old and you're not cool with the new with, with this one, right? Yeah, because I like Guardians. I, I love Guardians. I love the movies. I love Marvel. And I like, I like Twilight Zone. I don't love Twilight Zone. I haven't seen every episode, but I just feel like it's one of those rides that just transports you and just makes you feel like you're doing the impossible, with, you know, it, being in an elevator and then the elevator comes off and you're just, you know, going through a hallway all of a sudden. It just, I don't know, it transports you. And that's what I think Disney's all about. I get that with the Tower of Terror, but going through a, it's hard to describe the, unless you're, you actually go through it, but the way that they transport you, they did a really good job changing everything over and fitting the, fitting the story in there and the immersion as soon as you walk into the building and things like that. And I think that's part of it. That's kind of cool is that if you're a big Marvel fan, it's kind of like you're stepping foot into the MCU. And that's what makes it really neat. I wish that they could have both exist. That's why I was really happy when uh, Disney World announced the Guardians ride because I figured, okay, they're not going to do two Guardians rides, so they're not going to change Tower of Terror to Mission Breakout right? because that would be kind of overkill. I wish the two rides could exist uh, together because I think both look, uh, I, the Guardians looks amazing and I love Twilight, Twilight, uh, Twilight Tower of Terror. So I don't know. It, the, the theming of uh, of Guardians, though, Jen, you're right. Just watching the, the ride on videos, walking through that queue. I can't wait for to someday walk through that queue and, and see all the little Easter eggs and stuff. This is the rubric. So, rate the right experience. How fun is the experience? Is it amazing? Is it fun? Uh, Jen, three, two, one, zero. Three being the best, zero being disappointing. What would you give three. it? Three. A three? Hands down. Yep. Okay. How about you, Joe? Uh, I think that I would, I mean, that's by looking at the ride through mm-hmm. my anticipation of going on the ride. I would say it's too great. <laughs> it's great. So it's a two. What's so funny, Jen? I was reading in chat. There is a Joe, uh, a one. <laughs> How are you, Chris? Listen, I'm starting to, I'm starting to like the thrill rides. Okay. You know, I've been on Slinky Dog, right? I've been on Rise of the Resistance. I've been on some of these. Thr- I'm, I'm, I'm a thrill seeker. I'm like a you know wannabe thrill seeker. So you, you <laughs> wannabe thrill slinky, seeker. <laughs> you consider a slinky dog. A yeah, man, ride? that's that's pretty. That's a thrill ride. Yeah, is like it thirty six inches to ride that? Uh, yeah. No, I think it's more. I think it's higher. I think it's like thirty eight. How about you, Chris? What do you give it? I'd rate it a three. I'd say it's one of the best. Yeah, I'm a. You know, I'm gonna give it a two because I don't like Tower Terror. Like. I don't like going on it myself. My wife makes me go on it with her. So knowing that this is a drop ride, which is I'm not a big fan of, but I think Garlic Galaxy is going to push me to the edge of liking it more than what I like Tower Terror now. How about the atmosphere of the ride? How well does it immerse you in the experience of being at the collector's area and helping the guardians, Jen? Oh, it's one of the best, honestly. Okay, so it's a three. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Joe? Hmm. Theming. I mean, theming, just by looking at the ride through on YouTube, it's one of the best. Okay. 
And Chris? If this was just the ride, I'd give it a two. But since it's the queue and, and everything else that goes into it, I'd definitely give it a three. Okay, and I give it a three as well because I think it, they've done really well with this one. And then next is how badly do you want to ride this again or for the first time? If you go to the parks, do you have to ride it every single time you go there? Jen, you can start off, us off there. Not only do we have to ride it every single time, it's the first ride that we hit. Wow. Historically, every time. Did you did you usually have a long wait? Not at rope drop. Okay. Usually what what we ride can get... there usually has rope drop? That that's like the first one that people go to. Like Hollywood Studios is like Slinky Dog, like the lines like crazy. And so... rise, of course. At California Adventure, your rope drops kind of divided into two. Half go to Radiator Springs Racers and half go to the new Spider-Man ride, the web. Really? really? Racers, yeah. huh? Even even the racers is still the place to Ra- go, huh? Racers usually post 60 to 90 minutes wow. consistently throughout the day. How about you, Joe? How about me? Uh, I'm willing to ride it, so one. Okay. Willing. Gotcha. Uh, Chris? Can't wait. So three. Can't wait. Yeah. And I'm going to say- I thought you didn't like heights, Chris. You don't really, you don't really see the heights. You see, you, you look out for like two seconds. You so, like, like dropping climbing feeling? ladders. No, I hate it. <laughs> so okay, but, but so we need to go on this together. So Chris, but, like, you know, I, I hate the feeling, but I love the experience. Like tw- like uh, the Tower of Terror. I love the show. I love the pre-show. I love the actual ride. The dropping part sucks, but everything else <laughs> is so great about it. So like you know how Universal had Doctor Doom. That one, I hate that one. You can do that one because it's outside, right? Yeah. But Hollywood Studios can open all the way, right? That's open all the way. Completely open. Open all the way, yeah. Yeah. But that's not even a drop. That's the anticipation and the shootout. The drop is the the, the letdown. The drop is lame on that. My hands are sweating thinking about that ride. (laughs) (laughs) And myself, I give it a two. Even though I don't like drop rides that much, um, I would be very excited to go and ride this for sure. And then. The last one, number four, Joe's favorite, Magic Point. <laughs> Jen, I'm guessing you give it a Magic Point? Oh, 100%. Making this a perfect 10? Yes. How about you, Joe? Does this get a Magic Point? No way, man. Not Whoa. right now. It could change. It could change. Whoa. Joe said this no is... to a Magic Point? Listen, I gave like two Magic Points, and you're like, oh, Joe's going to get it every every time. We've been using the rubric for like, what, five episodes. I've given, I've used a Magic point, point like four times. This is my second zero. And you guys are all on me about giving the magic point. How about you, Chris? I can't believe you don't find this magical. I give this. A, <laughs> I don't give this the magic point because I have no emotional attachment to the rod. That makes sense. And and I don't. It's hard because, like you, Chris, I have no magical magic attachment to this ride because I've never ridden it. But I'm pretty positive once I ride it, I would definitely have a magic point for it. I think so, so too. I think in anticipation, I'm gonna give it a magic point. Okay. So here's my question to you guys. You walk in to California Adventure. Do knowing your all three of your histories of eh, I don't really like the drop rides. Are you like running towards this ride if it has no weight or are you are you having to like build yourself up to getting on that ride through the course of the day? This is the first ride I'm going to there for it, sure. It would it would be have to depend on my wife cuz if she wants to ride it really bad, which I'm pretty sure she does because she loves Tower Terror and we both love Guardians, I think her um, her wanting to ride it would make it one of our first ones we ride. And I'd be able to I'd be able to do it as soon as we get there. It wouldn't be an issue. So, Joe? I'm going to have to build myself up. 
Yeah, it's going to take another 15 years. But let's see, but hold on. So I know Rise of the Resistance, there's a little drop in that, right? I know it's not (laughs) Simulation drop. It's not as much as Tower of Tower, It's a simulation drop. uh, It's still a drop, and I like that drop. Like, I really like it. I've been on that ride twice, and I really like that drop. So I think when I go on Tower of Tower, which is the one I probably go on first before Mission Breakout, I think I'm going to like it. So, but in my head, I'm going to ride Everest as the next ride I'm going to ride, right? That's my next big one. After I go on Everest, we'll see what I'm going to do after that. Probably rock and roller coaster, I think. Yeah, rock and roller I got, coaster. I, I got to do baby steps, man. I got to do it on my own pace. You're not going to tell me what to do. Jen, Jen and her whole family, they have been trying to get me to do things for the last 20 years. I got to do it on my own. So I'm just going to give you warning right now. Because there's this whole thing in the way planning phases with Mel and her 40th birthday and whatever and blah, blah, blah that we're talking about. So I'm going to tell you that we're going to walk into California Adventure and we're going to make a left and we're going, my family's going to Guardians. You can come with us or you can sit out, but that's the first place we're going. We can't go Space Mountain. Is Space Mountain at that park? No, <laughs> so I, I, I get confused which one, which attractions are at which one over there. We, we're going right to Guardians, so you put that in your cups? brain. That's not there either. Put it in your brain. <laughs> you have time to build it up. You do. You have what a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah. come to terms with it. So put it in your head, overall scores. This is surprising, guys. So Jen gives it a perfect ten. Chris gave it a, a nine. I give it an eight. And Joe gave it a six. I'm so- Ow. Are we surprised? No, that's not, not actually surprised. surprising at all. It's a thrill ride. Yes. And not a Slinky Dog thrill ride. This is actual- <laughs> I like Slinky Dog. Listen, Mel went on Slinky Dog, and yeah. she said it was more intense than she thought it was going to be. Well, yeah. And I okay. loved it. I love Slinky Dog. I think it's a it's a junior, it's a kid's version of Rocket Roller Coaster. See, I love that's sweet. I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna love these rides. You're not gonna be able to get me off of them just because they have that one part where they shoot you off a little bit, but it's super slow because it's a kid's version. Okay, I see that. And and also, Joe, I'll just say then if you think you're gonna love these rides, if you're getting off of all these rides and you're like, oh my god, I love yeah. this. If you okay. would have just listened all to right. the family right. for 20 years, know. you could know. have been riding Trust these. Right. I know, but now I'm like later on in life. Now I get to enjoy it. You could have enjoyed it before. <laughs> you could have enjoyed it for about? 20 years. But now I, have a, now I have a whole new, like, you know, vision of the park. He's saying, he's saying, it's like, it's like, brand, it's like brand it's like new a, to me. It's like brand new. Yeah. It's like, it's like he turned over the cool side of the pillow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> for the pillow, you need like a new pillow now. The pillow's so old. Let's get to the his on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is a drop tower dark ride that replaced the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disney California Adventure on May 27th, 2017. The ride features all of the main characters from the hit movie Guardians of the Galaxy, 
played by all the original actors. The opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout coincided with the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I can't wait for the, the Guardians ride to open over here at Epcot. Oh man, I can't. It's gonna make it's gonna be annoying because I I'll have to go to Epcot to write it. <laughs> the only reason why you don't like Epcot is because you don't like to spend money. You go to Epcot, you can eat around the world, drink around the world. It's so much fun. That's the only reason why you don't like Epcot. Yeah, yeah, but there's gonna be a bunch more stuff. I mean, you don't you like the Frozen ride there, don't you? Yeah, I do like the Frozen ride, and yeah, I like so Spaceship Earth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the land uh, is, you... the land is nice. Hmm. Do you, Jen, did you ride the Tower of Terror before? I mean, did you ride Tower of Terror when it was there? At Disneyland? Yeah. No, we actually, the one time that we were going to, it broke down. So we never had the opportunity to before it was Guardians. Okay. But it was a mirror and, image. Mm-hmm. So right now, Mission Breakout, that's where the, is it near where the Avengers Campus is at? It's so... You you can get there's a couple of different ways you can get to it. It's almost like it's on the edge of Avengers Campus. I have this really cool picture that I'll drop in chat where we're standing on one side of Avengers Campus so you can see the compound and then behind it is um, the tower. So it's really kind of cool how they've they've got it set up visually. So it's there. It's just kind of a little setback. Okay, so because you know how like Star Tours is not part of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Right. But it's pretty cl- I would say it's close to it. Right. It, so it's kind of like that. Yes. Well, no, it's even closer. Oh, I mean, really? It's right at. Yeah, it's right at the end. So you'll see. Um, is this would you say this is your favorite Avengers ride there? Well, even I over mean, the new ones. So there's only the only other one there is right now is the um, Spider-Man one. And okay. so. That is supposedly what they're saying is that Spider-Man or Web, or I don't know the actual name of it because we only wrote it once, um, that that one is, they're comparing that to um, the Navi River. Like that's in that land, that's what that's going to be when the new ride comes out. Oh, What's the new one going to be? The new one's Avengers. It has to do like really? the show building. Yeah, part of the show building is um, the compound. So. Huh. So it's gonna be like an Avengers type ride, probably like. What if it's gonna? Be, do you have any? Have they announced what type of ride it's gonna be? No, I don't think so. I think it's like really? the Carousel of Progress. You just sit and then it'll rotate. The Avengers Progress, but Avengers characters. <laughs> hey, that would be too bad. Avengers Progress. I see. We're onto something. I think it'll probably be like uh, Flight of Passage, almost in a way, right? Or I know it's probably gonna be like if I had to take a guess, it's probably gonna be like Rise of the Resistance, but Avengers. Yeah, Where it's like a multiple experience inside. It's like you're going through a whole story. You know, right? I think that's what probably what it would be like if I if I had to take a guess. Dane posted concept art in the um in the chat. I don't trust any concept art. No, concept art is garbage. Oh my gosh, they, they have like they they were showing the uh the the new Epcot uh the uh, new Epcot concept art and it's like it's like they have like the Northern Lights going through the sky and stuff. It's like that this is never gonna happen. That that new glass thing they have at uh at Epcot, they have like a beam shooting up into the sky where it was. It's just a piece of glass. Yeah, I don't trust. I I have trust issues with concept art. Yeah, concept art is always like the idyllic idea that is unattainable. But but there's no doubt about it i believe it's going to be like rise of the resistance is kind of like you're walking you have an, an experience right and then you kind of um 
you know, move to a certain area, you're in a ride, and you get out of the ride, you go somewhere else. I think it's going to be like that. You fight the Chitari with them. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be so awesome. We don't talk about this in the history, but they just added in the last year, uh, they added this stuff to the concrete in front of, um, uh, what is it called? Tivian's compound or something. Yeah. Uh, in front of the, the uh, mission breakout ride. And people thought it was like alien blood. Like people weren't sure what it was. It turns out that it's like this uh, really cool um, multicolored like goop. And it was a tribute to, I want to say Jack Kirby, but I'm not sure. The tribute to one of these uh, famous comic uh, marvel comic illustrators whenever something would travel interdimensionally uh or through space this goop would would follow it so they put that on the ground outside of oh the wow compound to make it seem like that traveled from another world or another universe to our universe which is pretty cool that's pretty awesome yeah it, it is, is cool and we saw that actually my son pointed that out when we were just out there a couple of weeks ago that that was something new that they added it's pretty neat looking yeah it was a really cool nod to him though Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout was announced to replace the Tower of Terror in Disneyland during the 2016 San Diego Comic-Con. Mission Breakout used the same infrastructure and ride system as Tower of Terror, which opened in Disneyland on May 5, 2004. The Disneyland Tower of Terror was an exact replica of the Hollywood Studios Tower of Terror, which opened in 1994. This ride became an instant classic, being reproduced in Tokyo Disney Sea in 2006 and Disneyland Paris in 2007. Upon the opening of Mission Breakout, in May of 2017, it became the second Marvel-themed attraction on Disney property. The first was the Iron Man experience at Hong Kong Disneyland in January 2017. Disney brought back all the original actors from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie to reprise their roles. They also brought on the Guardians director James Gunn to direct the scenes for the ride. Many fans expressed their outrage at Tower of Terror being remodeled and wondered what would come of the Tower of Terror in Disney World. While waiting to board the ride, guests walk through a queue filled with Easter eggs from both Marvel and Disney. Some items seen in collector's possession are Figment from Journey into Imagination, the original Yeti from Matterhorn Bobsleds, a Kamar Taj dragon statue, Dolores the Octopus from Disneyland's Country Bear Vacation Hoedown, and the Eye of Agamotto from Doctor Strange. There are so many things in that queue. That's one of the um, cons of using the um, Genie Plus for that ride is you just, you don't have the opportunity to really kind of take all of that in and look for those Easter eggs. So we found most of them, Uh but there's stuff there's, there's so many things in there. Yeah. You could probably find something new every time. Yeah. We, we, uh, we'll go over some of the stuff that's there in the quick fire, quick facts. I feel like if there was a attraction where it just kind of went over some of those, had those things in it, I would ride it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you want to see like I want to see more, even though like, for example, over here, you know, Mr. Toad, you know, you still love seeing Mr. Toad with the Easter eggs and some of the attractions, you know, yeah. over at Haunted Mansion uh, and Winnie the Pooh. But like if they had a ride where you just kind of were able to go through and see some of those iconic characters and iconic attractions that were there. I mean, I think that would be so, I think that would be great. Right? So a museum cool. or something. a museum ride. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they were going to uh, add some of that to the the, uh, the uh, what's it called? New fireworks show for the 50th. I thought they were going to add like characters from past attractions stuff. I think they really missed the mark on that. Yeah, you're right. They probably should have. Right. Like, yeah. Celebrate the 50 years. <laughs> right. Right. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember when uh, Mission Breakout started and everyone thought that Tower of Terror in uh, Orlando was doomed? 
Yes. I do remember yeah. that. Were you? What do you mean? They, 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 they thought they were going to redo it? Yeah, they thought they were going to redo it. Were you guys yay or nay at the time? Did you guys, Were you guys hoping they did redid it? Or you were like, no, I hope they don't touch it. No, I was scared I wasn't going to be able to get back down there to ride uh, Tower of Terror before they remodeled it. Well, I mean, obviously, right? I would think the main reason why they did Mission Breakout because they knew they were going to have Avengers stuff at the park. Because right. if they did Mission Breakout over here, wouldn't it make sense? It's not going to fit unless they knew that we were going to do something Avengers here. Although it really doesn't make sense in Epcot. <laughs> the new yes, it does. How? Because like in space, right? You're going back in space. The whole thing's yeah, was- about... I feel you're like right. it's better you're suited. Right. It, it's better. It's better suited. Oh, right. Studios. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. At Epcot, but no one's mad about it because it's going to be an awesome ride. <laughs> How are you, Jen? You know, but about if I was afraid they were going to do it over yeah. here. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess initially because I'm one of those, um, you know, that likes to preserve the classics, if you will. And but after writing this, I I would not care if they changed it <laughs> it doesn't fit though it doesn't fit well and um, there's there's probably a reason why because there's that whole thing about um the representation of specific characters and the universal factor and which characters can be represented you know at disneyland versus disney world and that's one of the reasons why guardians you know, was tapped to kind of come up, right? Because yeah. it wasn't anything that was represented at the Universal Parks. So hey. you can't really have all of that over here. Hey, but really, you know, at Universal, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this. I was just thinking about this the other day. There's no Avenger stuff at Universal. It's all like comic book Spider-Man, all comic book Hulk, all comic book like Marvel. But there's no like new stuff there. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, they can't have that. I know. Is this really interesting to think about, though? But because of that representation, you can't you can't even have, you know, your Spider-Man or your Fantastic Four. I'm trying to think who else is there. Hulk. You know, you can't you can't have any representation of those characters, no matter what, you know. I know it's just crazy, though, that we have all from. this all, all these new Spider-Man movies are out, all these new like Avengers movies out, but it can't be represented at the parks over here. Right. But they still have Spider-Man. They still have the Hulk. They still have like Iron Man, but it's not like the new stuff. So but that's why the more obscure characters come about. You know, you never Mm. heard of Guardians as as the as the person who was raised by a comic book geek. I've never heard my stepdad talk about Guardians of the Galaxy or any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. I mean, it was just an obscure comic book that was there that the right people saw that and said, hmm, we can build on this. And then, you know, the rest is and they're like my favorite now. They're like my favorite. Right. So and that was their way around that. That's why they can have that representation of these parks over here. Could you imagine coming to like a family trip to Universal thinking you're seeing like Marvel, like Disney Marvel Avengers and you go there to see like comic book heroes, like comic book Spider-Man and comic book Captain America. And you're like. What? What what suits are they wearing? What's happening over here? <laughs> and you know that happens all the time. Yeah, people just don't understand that it's different. Right. You know? I bet it that's... reminds me of six flags. <laughs> <laughs> well, people I bet I bet all the time go to like Magic Kingdom, like, hey, can't wait to write Harry Potter. Like, no. Oh yes. There's like there's no Harry Potter here. I know. I'm sure it happens a lot. I know it's magic, but it's not this kind of magic. 
But I'm looking forward to, though, in the new year, we will have some comic book artists for Marvel that work for Marvel and Disney, uh, which I guess now they're the same, but they will be on our show. Uh, and we'll be, we will be doing giveaways with some of their artwork. All right. The ride takes place in the Collector's Fortress that he calls the Tivian Collection. The backstory of the ride is that the Collector tricks the Guardians by offering them a tour of his compound. When they arrive, they are taken captive by him. Now, the Collector invites you to see his newest acquisitions, the Gardens of the Galaxy. They are in electric boxes so they cannot escape. The queue ends when guests arrive to the Collector's office. A video starts playing of the Collector, briefing guests on what is happening. Suddenly, an animatronic of Rocket appears in the room and reveals a plan to have guests help him break out the rest of the Guardians. When guests board the lift to see the Guardians, Rocket gets on top to blow up the generator to free everyone from the Collector. The ride itself has seven different variations, all of which have different songs playing. Six of the seven variations are the most common that guests can expect while riding. The seventh is an overlay during the Halloween season where you can hear the song Monsters After Dark by Tyler Bates. The more common songs that are played are I Want You Back, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Give Up The Funk, Free Ride, Burning Love, and Born To Be Wild. Each of the seven songs come with different visuals and drop sequences, guaranteeing riders get a different experience each time they ride. These songs start to play after Rocket plugs in Peter Quill's Walkman to the main intercom. So I watched the uh, ride through of a lot of these different ones. The Monsters After Dark one sucks. Oh, I didn't okay, watch good, that one. Because I was thinking, wow, do I really want to go back and see that one? But that helps. Thank you. It's bad. It's literally just Rocket being chased by a, like a dragon the whole time. There's nothing cool. It's like the same thing over and over again. And the song's not that great because it's, it's an original song for the ride. So it's not like you can... The, all the other songs are great songs and they're probably fun to ride to. Yeah. This one's mm-hmm. like this like almost like metal type song and this dragon's chasing Rocket and Groot. And it's just, I don't know. It's just not very good. The anticipation is if you, once you write it more than once the and you realize that you there is a potential to get different songs and, you know, different shows, that anticipation as you're waiting in that last second when you see the silhouette of Rocket and he takes his hands and, you know, he plugs it into the Walkman and you're just like waiting to see which song you're going to get. And it's just, it's really cool. Yeah, I imagine... I mean, all these all these are great songs, and I mm-hmm. love the soundtrack to Guardians. So it's amazing that they they made sure this ride, you know, engulfed music with it, uh, kind of like Rock and Roller Coaster, how you have a different music every time you ride it. Uh, I think that's a great idea to keep people, you know, interested. Just like how Walt wants with you know Jungle Cruise back in the day, you know, he wants people to have to come back and redo it over and over and over, and this is a great way to do it. When a song gets played on the radio, the artist or whoever owns that song makes a percent it makes a small you know amount of money i wonder if that's the same with a ride like this they probably got a bulk Ooh. fee you think so that's, i wonder how that works because like you the have because you have four shafts and with the so and it's what a maybe a minute ride total right. unloading and unloading or loading and unloading so that potential it's like the holy grail it's like what you want to look that up it'd be interesting to uh to find out though yeah, I mean, imagine if Disney bought your song, uh, it'd be a great success to your por- por- portfolio. Yeah, Elvis really needs the help, so I'm glad that he was given the opportunity to get a song on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> After the song starts playing, the ride lifts guests all the way up to the generator room, where Rocket blows it up, freeing the Guardians. While the lift gets shot up and down, different scenes of the Guardians are shown. You can see them fighting different creatures, like the obelisk, 
a frost beast, or a pack of Orlani. After the guest's final descent, the gardens can be seen with Cosmo the Space Dog, thanking guests for helping break them out. During the Halloween overlay, a totally new adventure awaits guests. You can experience this variation in the ride from early September to October 31st, after sunset each night. The attraction takes place after the events of the original Mission Breakout ride. The storyline, entitled Monsters After Dark, follows Rocket who just broke out of the Collector's Compound. He realizes that Groot was left behind and now needs to go back for him. Rocket instructs guests to distract all the creatures that they just let loose from the compound as he looks for and rescues Groot. You may recognize one of the creatures, Surtur, who makes an appearance in Thor Ragnarok. Like stated earlier, the song that plays during this ride is Monsters After Dark, which is written by Tyler Bates, specifically for this variation of the ride. Tyler Bates is the same musician who composed music for movies such as Dawn of the Dead, Halloween, and John Wick. Mission Breakout became a quick success, supplying the drop tower thrills with a new Marvel feel. In 2019, Disneyland Paris followed suit, revamping their Tower of Terror into the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, A New Dimension of Chills. It is more of a reimagining of the original Tower of Terror, and not a total remodeling, like Mission Breakout. Alright, so we have quite a bit of quickfire quick facts. I mean, each person's going to be listing about two or three items that can be seen. And this is almost everything that can be seen in the uh, walkthrough. And then there's also some interesting facts to go along with it. So we're going to try to uh, go through this quickly and read quickly and actually have quick fire quick facts. Quick fire quick facts. Let's go. Stan Lee made a cameo in the introduction as part of the collector's collections. Due to Marvel's 1994 contract with Universal Studios, the Marvel name is not allowed to be used as part of the ride's title or advertising. During Monsters After Dark, Yondu makes a brief cameo as a ghost roaming the halls. Mary Poppin, y'all! Other items that can be seen as part of the collector's archives are a Nova Corps uniform, an Ultron Sentry from Avengers, Age of Ultron, Adam's Cocoon labeled the Cocoon of Unknown Origin, Warlock's Eye, Kree Weapons, and Orb from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Terragon Crystals. Three Vilus from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as Guardian Guard Armor, the Crystal of the Conquest. Celestial Masks, a painting featuring the Collector playing a game with his brother, the Grandmaster. As Guardian Warhammer, Stormbreaker from Infinity War and Endgame. Atlantis Artifacts, a book describing the Dark Elves and one of their daggers from Thor the Dark World. An invoice from X-Text, a jar containing a tentacle from Davy Jones' beard. Bellhop Hat and books from Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Golden Apples of Eden. Loki's shackles from Thor, the Dark World, and his optical torture device from the Avengers. A Hydra soldier's helmet, weapons, and a badge. And a 1955 Disneyland map. Crimson bands of Ciderac from Doctor Strange, the hollow head of a doll from its A Small World. The animatronic remains of Tom Morrow from Interventions and the bionic leg from Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, that wasn't too bad. That's a lot of cool stuff, too. That's yeah, a lot of cool man, stuff. I can't, I can't Listen, wait. That the Disneyland is, map? The painting is awesome. I wish I had which, a picture which of it. One's I thought that? I did. The picture of the collector playing um, a game up. with the Grandmaster. Oh. Did you guys know they're the brothers? Is it, is it Jeff Goldblum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Did you know they're brothers? I don't know why I never knew that. I guess I just didn't pick it up. I don't no, know. Where I had I no knew idea. That from, but I did know that. Did, do they mention that they are brothers anywhere in the Marvel movies, like at all? I knew it from somewhere. They had to mention somewhere. We here at Dizzes think Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is an amazing attraction. We love Tower of Terror, but also love Mission Breakout. It is what we all hope a Marvel ride would be. Thrilling, immersive, funny, and wanting you to ride it again and again. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. 
if it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And we also have a weekly movie club. However, I'm going to be taking a break over the Christmas and New Year period to spend time with family. So between December 20th and January the 9th, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Guardians of the Galaxy. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this podcast. Thank you for supporting the D Plus Club in 2021. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you soon. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. So we are going to be doing a giveaway right now, and we are giving away the sink that you can get at Magic Kingdom. That It's like the Mickey Mouse kitchen sink, I guess you can say. And so I'm going to uh, do the, the wheel with all of our Patreon members, and if you win, you get this cool sink. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And then we also, we're also going to do a wax mount, too. So if you <laughs> want to go ahead and get in on these giveaways, all you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com, and there's the Goof Troop link at the very top. Go ahead and click on that, and you can become a Patreon for as low as $2 a month. You can get in on the live shows. You can watch our live shows that we do every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can get in on these awesome giveaways. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, we are going to be having some Marvel artists on our show, and hopefully we'll be giving away some signed uh, stuff that they have done. So go ahead and uh, check us out at dizhiz.com, and let's go ahead and do the giveaway. Here it goes. Tara one. All right. You know, I bet I bet Joe didn't clean it good enough that you couldn't get some of his DNA off of it and clone him. Oh, that'd be cool. If you do figure that figure that out, let me know. Oh, Tara one now. To Brody. Oh, did you do you really? Oh, that was super nice. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Okay. Can I can I awesome? Can I uh decline that? Can I override that and say no? I just ruining such a good moment. <laughs> okay, I'm, like, no, now I'm, I'm gonna do. A... I'm, 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 uh, I'm sending it to Tara. She won. <laughs> She's gonna have to mail it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. That is awesome. We're gonna do a wax mount. Awesome! Congratulations to Brody. And Scott, thank you guys for supporting our show. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord, which is fantastic, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist, and overall just have a lot of fun. 
You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the goof troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on the top, there is a link. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney this week? All right. I have a list here in front of me of what I did in the world of Disney. Um, as you know, Christmas passed, so we got some gifts and some things that we could do. Uh, one of those gifts was Princess Monopoly for my daughter. It's like a junior Monopoly. Uh, pretty simple, and uh, it was actually pretty fun. I liked it. Uh, another gift we had was uh, a Color by Numbers book, but it's Disney Colors by Numbers. Uh, my wife got a – it's a very adult book, and she got these really nice markers Um and you color by numbers, and then as you color, it will appear what it is. She did an up one, and it looks really good. Um, so much so, I think uh, I should color one, sign it, and maybe we'll give away as a, as a prize. Ooh, we'll make it into an NFT, actually. Alex. There you go. There you, well, I don't know if that's a good idea. Disney would probably come after us for that one. <laughs> um, another thing is we got this this game. It's a Disney card game. It's called Funko Pop Wild. Um, it, it was interesting. It's you just play the cards. You try to match a set, kind of like a straight uh, flush, and then you kind of also do uh, three of a kind. It was all right. And then we did watch Encanto. Encanto. We did watch it? Encanto. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it has some people in it that I mean, it has Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama's in it, which I didn't know that, and I didn't know John Leguizamo's in it. Um, really? So I thought who that was they? pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say, who are these people? Who's Bruno? Is it John Leguizamo? John Leguizamo is Bruno. And Wilmer okay. Rama plays Augustine. Augustine. Hmm. And then uh, okay. the girl, Stephanie Beatrice is her name. She's the main character. She's from Reno 911. And then Isabella, the flower girl. Oh, she, she is She's from... like the funny girl, right? The funny girl. And she was in Pee Wee's Big, uh, Big Adventure, I think. That's Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah. She's from yeah. Reno 911. Yep. That's the main character. And then the Isabella, she is a girl from Orange and New Black. Diane oh. Guerrero. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It, it was funny because my wife was like, I like, I don't, I like this better than Luca. And I was like, Luca. And I was like, I know why you like it better than Luca. Because it has music. Luca doesn't have any music. Uh, and then mm-hmm. she was asking. I ask- heard the soundtrack's like really good. Yeah, we were actually listening to it today. And she was like, uh, is it Pixar? And I said, no, it's, it's Disney. And then we, I made the reason, I think all, I think, is it no Pixar movies have music in them like not musicals is that like a thing like pixar right. doesn't make musicals yeah i think Ooh. you're right i mean yeah. they, there's some really good music in the pixar movies though. there's great music but it's not a musical but, yeah i think you're right yeah is i'm that... waiting i'm waiting for the fact checkers coco yeah is Co- coco is pixar is coco a musical? musical yes coco is pixar yeah coco yeah. is coco's not a musical I would say Coco's a musical. I would call Coco the, a musical. The characters in the movie are singing the songs, yes. you know, in the movie. Coco oh, is definitely a musical. I see what you're saying. So, okay, Coco's okay. a musical. It's Pixar. So that, so that goes out the window. <laughs> but 
But um, I like how they're trying to make all these movies from different cultures and stuff, different countries. I can't wait mm-hmm. for the Iceland movie. Um, I can't wait for Hungary and Czechoslovakia. Those are going to be good ones. Are they coming out with those type of movies? No, I'm just naming countries that I think would be ridiculous to make yeah, a movie. Based they, they, do have an, oh, a they do have an Iceland movie. What's the Iceland movie? Toy Frozen. Frozen. Toy <laughs> Frozen's more like Norway, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what else have you done, Alex? Oh, that's it. Is that not enough? Chris, uh, what did you do in the world of Disney? I uh, watched Hawkeye season finale. That was very good. Um, I also, oh, I'm going to start the book of Boba Fett. Didn't start that yet. But for uh, for Christmas, I did get some cool Boba Fett merchandise. Yeah, uh, you did. There was this limited release, uh, Columbia Boba Fett crossover. I think I posted the hat that I got. Well, my sister and her boyfriend got me the shirt, too. So I got this cool like Columbia Boba Fett shirt. And uh, so I got that. And then I got a, uh, a Lego of Boba Fett's mask, which I'm really excited to build. That'll be that's really awesome. Fun. Yeah, they have this like mask series that, that Lego has been doing. So I can't wait to do the Boba Fett mask. Uh, I spent even more money on uh, virtual currency to buy the Boba Fett skin in Fortnite. I'm playing <laughs> Fortnite again. And then the next day, uh, they really they re-release all their Marvel skins. So I spent an uh, undisclosed amount of money on even more uh, Marvel skins. So Disney got uh, yet again more of my money this week. <laughs> Which skins did you get though? I got Thanos, Silver Surfer, and Venom. Ooh, Silver Surfer. Oh, Venom. Silver Surfer is very cool. Does yeah, he fly? Too. Yeah, but when he, awesome. when he glides in, he glides in on his surfboard. That's too. cool. I love Silver Surfer. I love yeah. the idea so of Silver can, Surfer. So now I can uh, come in like 75th place, but it looks so cool when I do it. That's right. <laughs> is that it, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I wanted to watch Encanto, but, uh, or Encanto, whatever you want to say it, uh, but I did not have the time to. Well, next week, I know that we said that we were going to go live in December, and I wanted to go live for this episode, but I think that we should let people know that we're going to go live first. So we are going to be going live next week. So follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitch, DizHiz65. You can go to DizHiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com, and go to our webpage. You can follow us on all of our social media accounts, all our platforms all on there. Follow us because we are going to do a whole episode live next week. Also, we have a voicemail. So if you want to call and please call us, share your memories with us, leave us like, you know, tips, whatever you want. Our number is 707-842-0345. 707-842-0345. Please, you know, um, share, a, share with us uh, one of your favorite Disney memories. Give us some tips on our shows. What show do you want to hear in the future? Uh, just go ahead and give us a call. Reach out and leave us a voicemail. Uh, it's funny you mentioned ideas for future episodes because I myself, uh, we also made a new email account, dizhishistory at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email if you want to let us know anything about history that we may have gotten wrong. I mean, you know, I try my best and Chris helps me with the history and we try to do well. But sometimes... You know, maybe we get some information that's old or not up to date. Maybe we get some wrong information. Or if there's anything cool that you know about something that we went over, but we didn't mention it, send it to us. We might read it over the next episode, kind of do a a clarification, especially if it's a really cool information that we didn't know. Just email us at dishishistory at gmail.com. And like Joe said, if you have any ideas for future episodes, you can also email that to me as well. I'd love to hear any feedback. Also, I went to the Give Kids the World Night of the Million Lights, and it was awesome. I'm going to be going ahead and posting a video 
of the of the event. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I went there with my family. It was a great time. The lights are amazing. If you are in the Orlando area, I definitely recommend you going to check that out. And uh, that's pretty much it. But what you, did Jen? you do in the world of oh, Disney? Oh, go ahead. What did I do in the world of Disney? Yeah, and you never actually mentioned anything you actually did. Uh, you know, oh, man, I got this awesome. I can show you guys. Okay. Visual aid is always great for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you. Well, guess what? I guess you have to join our Patreon. There we go. But right over here, I have uh, the Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Oh, Funko. yeah. I got to put that together with my daughter. Oh, yeah. You, you put the Lego set together that I really wanted that I couldn't, I still can't find? Yeah, I have to put that together sometime uh, soon. Oh, okay. But I got this cool Funko. Oh, that's a Funko, not the Lego. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Oh. It's awesome. Yep, I got that. And we watched a little bit of, um, uh, what? we haven't watched the book of Boba Fett. I can't wait to watch that. Uh, but that's pretty much it all world of Disney. You know, family's been in town. This is actually the fir- one of the first nights, I think, that I, I haven't been away from my house. Yeah, so. you've been busy. Do we know why it's called the Book of Boba Fett? Because it's I a book? I have a feeling we're going to find out. Okay. Yeah, but I feel I like you know, it's a digital world. It should be like the email of Boba Fett or something. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> understand. I had to Google what a book was. He likes to read, <laughs> Steve said. <laughs> what did you do, Jen? Uh, well, let's see. Um, well, this was Christmas week, right? Yes. It hasn't been a week. Okay. So the one thing I was really excited about, I saw this on my last cruise. Somebody had it on their door and I really wanted one. And so Santa Claus made it happen. So I got this very obnoxious. Oh, did you get me one? No, I didn't get, can you see it? There we go. And it has your name on it. Wow. Hey, yes. hold on one second. Why did you not show me this yesterday? I was over at your house yesterday. Um, I don't know why I didn't show it to you, but I'm very that excited. That is really cool. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so cool. Which boat yes. is it? It's well, it's it's generic. Oh. So, um, but it's really cool, and I really liked that. I love that. So that was a Christmas gift. Um, hey, one thing. Hold on, can I mentioned one thing. I'm sorry, I, I forgot to mention. It kind of goes into what you just showed on the Disney cruises. Is there? We we are actually got done with my first training to become a travel agent. Oh, so, you did it today. Uh, yes, I did today with, uh, with Nick, Nick over at Sandpiper. Yep, over at Sandpiper, and we are looking to have like our own like little Diz His travel agency together here, partnering up with Sandpiper Vacations. So I'm really looking forward to kind of, you know, helping everyone out there that's listening right now to come to Disney or, and really anywhere in the world. So, but uh, there, there will be more on that here in the future. Sorry, Jen, inter- interrupt. <laughs> Just take that and run, Joe. <laughs> uh, so let's see. None of you guys watched the, um, you know, two hour long Disney commercial on Christmas morning, the parade. No, no. You watched no. it? I didn't even know it Of course. You watched it like every year. How was it? It was good. I mean, it's it's the same old thing, but a lot of people are noticing that there was um, suspiciously absent from it because, you know, a lot of it, it has to do with promotion. You know, they gave an update on the wish. Uh, they, you know, they talked a little bit about like Avengers Campus being open, you know, lots of commercials and everything. One of the things that they left out uh, was a Galactic Star Cruiser. Wonder why. <laughs> well... I think we know that it's not really getting a lot of good, uh, you know, it's a lot of good feedback from all of the images no. and videos that have been released. So, um, but there was no mention of that anywhere in that. Wow. Interesting. That's I wonder crazy. why, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to redo it? Like they already built the, 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 the hotel 
What are they going to do? I think the Redo less they talk the whole about thing? it, the cooler it is. <laughs> so it'll be, <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um, that, you know, what happens, how the word of mouth is with it, because, you know, initially everything filled up immediately. And then just with the little release of things, there's been rumors of cancellations and stuff. I mean, again, it's all second and third hand information. Who knows if it's true or if it's not, but um, it'll just be interesting to see here. Cause that's coming up in the next few months. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't any commercials. So, but yeah. the parade is, is always what it is. You know, it's, it's the parade and usually we're out there somewhere. We've seen parts of them filming it. And this year, while we were walking around Epcot, the day we did the candlelight processional, uh, we saw Derek Huff and I was like, oh, look, there's Derek Huff. And he was one of the uh, um, main MCs for the entire parade. So he must've been out there filming. Oh, cool. And we saw him. He's the one from Dancing with the Stars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like and uh, let's see what else. So Christmas Parade. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that we watched Encanto, um, but we did. And it was it was really good. Of course, my, my daughter loves it because she is the spitting image of the main character. Like She is looks just yeah like my kid and so and the music's great and she's just had it on repeat and so we enjoyed the movie a lot and then just finished book of boba fett right before i sat down here was it a good first episode it was so uh-oh no, 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 no. It wasn't a bad episode or anything like that. You know, there are some episodes that, you know, you kind of have to get a backstory and you have right. to build. So um, that's where I would put that. My my daughter really liked it. I, I liked it. I liked how they're building this character up. Like cool. you're getting a lot of information and that part of it was pretty cool. So yeah, nice. I'll definitely... Um, I'll definitely be watching it as it comes out, you know, the day it comes out for the rest of the series, so... What I'm reading about is that it's just it's super super Star Warsy. If that, if Very that much sense. so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is because you know I'm asking a million questions. You know, where does this leave off? How does this fit in here? You know, there's a lot of questions answered right away. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I would I would recommend it. We're a Star Wars family though, so it was kind of a no brainer. We were going to watch it right away. And Boba Fett for the however many years, what 26, 27 yeah. years I've known my husband been that's been his favorite character so wow. so this is exciting for him so with you guys have uh because I, I was reading about and one of the one of the, for some reason one of the comments was bashing um galaxy's edge uh so i wanted to ask you guys the question do you think disney should have went with tatooine instead of a random unfamiliar you know land like batu because a lot of people were saying like you know there's so much to explore in tatooine and, the, you know, and they're doing that through this show um did they did did disney miss the mark by not doing something like that and, and then creating their own you know batu planet so when you think about that i think about the fact that you're more casual star wars fan who knows the name who roughly knows right. you know about it would think that that's fantastic um, you're always going to have your sect of hardcore fan that's going to say, oh, you got this wrong or, oh, this isn't right. You know, it's kind of, it would kind of be hard to make everybody happy, I mm -hmm. guess. So, uh, I would be down with that. That would have been pretty neat. I think though, it was initially thought that there's, 
you know, Star Wars had such a rise in popularity again with, you know, this whole new generation of everything. Let's just keep expanding it instead of going back to the classics. However, I think we're really quickly seeing that that's the kind of stuff that is really keeping people's interest. You know what I mean? The classics. Yeah, for sure. Is what when, when we see these characters pop up and these planets pop up in the new in the new stuff, it's it's way cooler than any of the newer characters that they tried to introduce. I agree, because in obviously with the whole Book of Boba Fett, um, you you see or the Book of Boba, sorry, um, you see a lot of these classic characters, even the background characters, you know, they're still the classic ones because of where they're at on that timeline. Right. So it's kind of cool, especially for, you know, us older folk here that have have those original movies ingrained in our heads mm-hmm. to see all that stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited to start it up. And I think hey, that's Chris, pretty much it. Awesome. So, hey, Chris, before we end the show, can you tell us uh, this week what's going on with No New Friends? Oh, actually, Alex from the Diz His Podcast joins us again. Again. What? You guys again. didn't ask me? <laughs> you were at Night of a Million Lights. I know. I'm just joking. Yeah. Scott did message me. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's another fun show. Um, uh, I'd be really... Uh, Jared oh, was Alex, there, too. Yeah, we we I don't know uh, I don't know if we could talk about what we talked about on that because the third segment was about Universal. <laughs> oh my gosh! But Jared was there too, so it was fun. Jared was on. Oh, that's Jared awesome. Joined us as well. Yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah, I'm hope I'm looking forward to having Scott on the show here in the future, near future. Do we have so many people that we're gonna have on coming up in the new year? I can't wait. That's the his on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. Williams and get 35% off Emerald products and Super Deck stains May 19th through the 22nd. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.